0: Welcome to Ghoul Gals. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And today is Halloween.
1: Well, not today,
0: <laughs> but
1: the day you're listening to it... Happy Halloween! It's Halloween.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's like
1: We're talking to the future here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess we do that every time,
0: but... Yeah. Specifically, <laughs> this is a special day.
2: Hmm. <laughs>
0: So we just decided to talk about random things that we find kind of scary. Yeah. Um, Fitting in with the Halloween theme. Yeah. More than others. Alright, so I'm going to talk about Elmer McCurdy. Mm. It's a good name. What is it? <laughs> a good strong name. <laughs> McCurdy. Oh,
1: well, Elmer just reminds me of Elmer's Glue. Oh, I thought or Elmer, Elmer Fudd. Fudd. <gasps>
0: yeah. So... <laughs> There's two people right there, <laughs> two people that I love. Well, one is named a cow. Elmer. <laughs> two things, two <laughs> beings that mm-hmm. I love. Uh, so, before we get into Elmer, I want to set up a little backdrop for you. Okay, okay. So the year is 1976.
1: Uh, I don't care for the seventies. <laughs> It's not my favorite time for, like, aesthetic or anything. Mm. I just feel like everyone's hot. Like, not not attractive hot, but, like, (laughs) hot (laughs) temperature-wise and just, like, dirty.
0: Yep. That's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's 1976 in Long Beach, California. Oh, God. Okay. Not only are you in California where it is hot. Yep. Uh, you're at an amusement park, so it's also oh, so probably dirty. pretty dirty and hot. <laughs> For sure. Um, at the New Pike Amusement Park. Okay. So you decide to go to the Fun House. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I would I, never. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> There's no way. Well, fine. Okay. So On you wa- you, wanna, you think you might go, and then you can't, because there's a film crew in there anyway. It's fine. Oh. So a camera crew uh, That's member... That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is weird. For the television show The Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, nice. Uh, I know that show. Yeah, me too. I've never seen it, but I know it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel like my parents have seen it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they were in the Parks Funhouse, because they were preparing for a scene. Um, and so the crewman... Dis- Decided to move around some different pieces, some like a like a boulder maybe. A boulder. God, I'm just In the fun falling and I'm doing a bad job. A boulder, a boulder of sorts. Mm. Some backdrops. That's mm. better. Yeah. That... Uh, a mirror. Yeah. Uh, a hanging mannequin. Sure. Sure. Um, but while he's moving the hanging mannequin, he accidentally pulls off its arm. Oh God. It's no good. I mean, whatever. Couldn't be. It's not the end of the world. It's not going to get fired over that. But then he Probably decides to uh, inspect the arm a little bit better, because he's like, let me put it back on. Oh, Let me okay. look in there. Okay. And then he realizes he sees bone. He sees ligaments. Oh. that's. He has stumbled upon a dead body. He pulled... The arm off the dead off of a dead body that was hanging like a mannequin.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> here's here's my issue with this yes. right away. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were a dead body, it would be soft. It would not the be touch. hard. Yeah, maybe he
0: thought it was like like uh, like rubber or latex. All right. <laughs> like an actual true story <laughs> well he if we're talking about a vampire and you were like here's what i think is not right about this no, no. it's not that i don't <laughs> believe that it
1: happened it's just that i'm like how are you were you not immediately like grabbing it and then being like this doesn't feel like plastic um this feels like silicon or something
0: yeah well maybe he thought it was he didn't. Gets weirder and weirder, though. So um, so get ready for that. I'm excited. That. Okay. People are brought in, of course. Sure. Um, this is a body. Uh-huh. Uh, they figure out that this body is Elmer McCurdy. Oh, no. You knew it. Oh, <laughs> I did I said his name earlier. I wasn't
1: sure, actually. Oh, I really? was like... Well, I mean, obviously, I knew he would be involved in mm-hmm. some way, but... I guess I he could like, a serial killer Yeah, I was something. like, did he do it? Is it the body... That was, I mean, Mm -hmm. those are the only two options, really, but... Right, yeah. (laughs) Is
0: it not related to him at all? (laughs) So, the body was that of Elmer McCurdy, an outlaw who accomplished little while he was alive, but found a ton of success as a sideshow attraction following his death. Oh. Uh Oh. Okay, yeah. So, in 1911, (laughs) McCurdy tried to rob a train near Lenape, Oklahoma. So, also think about this, 1911, Uh and this body was found in 1976. Oh, I've I've already been thinking that. (laughs) Good. Yeah. That's a lot of years. Gross, yeah. um, Whatever. Okay, so, unfortunately for him, the explosives that he tried to use to open the train safe ended up melting the silver that he wanted to steal. Oh, my God. He was a full idiot. Well...
1: I mean is it does it lose its value if it's melted?
0: It's still silver, right? I mean he couldn't I think it was silver like coins, so he couldn't spend the coins. So oh, But you can pawn the silver. <laughs> I surely, have this right? Chunk of <laughs> melted silver. What do you think? <laughs> um and then should like grabbing a few coins versus like having just a giant like seventies. 75- it's gonna be hot <laughs> as shit. You have to wait the for it to cool. <laughs> Just twiddling his thumbs. I like, can't touch it yet. Should have brought my oven mitts. <laughs> um, <That> wouldn't help. <laughs> it would burn right through the cloth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh god! Okay. Uh, okay. So after after that, mm-hmm. uh, he decided that he would just continue trying to rob, even though he was obviously very bad at it. Okay. I mean, well.
1: <laughs> I was like, well, what else is he going to do? And I was like, well, there's
0: not a depression yet. No, not yet. So he's not completely desperate, I don't think. Right. Um. guess, eh, whatever. Robbing trains. So I love this. When he tried to rob a bank in Kansas, he repeated his earlier mistake and what? melted the contents of the bank's Stop state. using dynamite. <laughs> oh, my God. Get a guy on your team who can crack a safe. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> I doubt he has very many smart friends.
1: I doubt he has any friends at all.
0: <laughs> he only has accomplices.
1: But, but like I mean, everyone in 1911 was either a church person mm-hmm. or a bad guy. It's true.
0: <laughs> no in between in
1: Oklahoma. <laughs> what Especially. you know? There was like six people there. That was it.
0: Six people in a tumbleweed. Yeah, not yet. The <laughs> dust bowl hadn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> Double Eats were still states away <laughs> at that point. Oh my god! Um, so okay, so, then in October of 1911. Oh, sure. That could be now because oh, it's October. It could be <laughs> T- on today's date, mm-hmm. in 1911. Ooh. Then in October of 1911, sure. He and some oh accomplices. Oh, right. we found some. Friends. Found some. Good. Tried to rob another train in Oklahoma. Oh. They wanted to get the Native American tribal payments that they believed the train was carrying. That's <laughs> that's like an Ocean's
1: Eleven scheme. <laughs> you know, like, no, regular stuff isn't good enough. No, we no, want to no. get this specific kind of money that this specific train is
0: carrying. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow this train for miles. <laughs> Somehow dangle ourselves down. Oh my God. I don't know. However... He and his accomplices were wrong about the train's departure and arrival times. They were. And ended up robbing a passenger train instead. These
1: fucking guys.
0: I know. Thus, <laughs> they were only able to get $46 oh. and two jugs of whiskey. <laughs>
1: Six dollars yeah, in, in 1911, is that it?
0: Yeah, that's probably a couple hundred now. Yeah, maybe. yeah I mean, yeah, probably. Maybe but... even like a thousand, but not like a bank no. amount. No. Is it
1: worth uh, possibly getting arrested? No. No, no, no. No, it's not. Is it worth
0: definitely getting arrested? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he took what he got from the robbery and went to a barn on Oklahoma's border with Kansas, where, unfortunately, he met his untimely demise. Police found him at the barn. They're probably like slow speed Chase following Mm -hmm. him, just walking behind him. He's like stumbling. Uh, McCurdy shot at them and announced that they would not take him alive. You won't take me alive, coppers. So then the police were like, all right. (laughs) And then they shot back and killed him. (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs> just imagining I mean, the police being like, well, he gave us permission, so. He knew what was going happen I mean, happen. not that they would have gotten in trouble or anything, but. True. Jesus. It's like, well. Well, you know
0: what? What else could we do? I bet they were sick of him. Right. <laughs> sick of you, McCurdy. <laughs> uh, so his body was taken to a funeral home in Pawhuska. Pawhuska? Perhaps because of his criminal behavior and his failure to achieve success in life, no one claimed the body. Eventually, however, various people would want to get their hands on it. Hmm? That's weird. It is weird. So the undertaker at the funeral home proved to have an unusual mind uh, and little respect for the deceased. An unusual mind for an undertaker? (laughs) I don't know. Not possible. (laughs) Uh, When no one claimed McCurdy's body, he embalmed it and put it on display visitors who are willing to put a nickel in his mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what? So there's a photo. There's a photo of his body. And he's propped up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's standing yeah. in like a weird little casket. And his eyes look like they're wide open. Um, and his mouth is just ajar. <laughs> Uh, where supposedly you would pin a nickel in
1: For 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 what purpose? Um to why see am it I, like a why sign- am I giving up a nickel? <laughs> That I could use to go to the pictures. So you can say
0: that you put a nickel in the mouth of a dead man. So the Undertaker can take all these nickels out of his mouth? Yes. Isn't that horrifying? <laughs> yes! Why would you, like, if I were the Undertaker, I would just put, like, a small jar next to the body. Right. So that I wouldn't have to or stick like, my hand into the deceased's mouth.
1: Prop his body so his, his hand is out mm, or something yeah. and put a little bowl
0: in it or something, you know. <laughs> like, what a- a hat. Like one of those little, like, butler dog statues? Yes, it,
1: yes. Yeah, with the handout. Yes, that's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, that's so fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super messed up. So five years later, so McCurdy's body has been just propped there forever, uh, a couple of carnival owners became interested in acquiring the body so oh. that they could display and profit off of it themselves. Uh, old-timey carnivals and circuses are just the worst. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not surprised that they would be like. Ooh, oh no, ooh, me neither. A dead body. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but the Undertaker did not want to sell the body because he was making nickels on nickels, fistful of nickels.
1: I can't imagine he's making that much money. Like, how many people are coming through? Where the fuck is this again? Um, Kansas? Pawhuska? Pawhuska. Pawhuska, Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Okay, so again, there's six people in the entire state. (laughs) (laughs) They keep coming back for more. (laughs) How many people could possibly be coming through? I mean, over a year, I'm sure he makes a decent amount of money because it adds up. Yeah. But, like, these carnival dickheads are going to give him more money than what...
0: That body that doesn't belong to him Maybe. is worth. But I mean, think about it. So it's just this thing that just sits there and makes money for him. Yeah. He doesn't have to do any. Well, he, he does. Has he has to shove his, hand into, his, his
1: hand into that corpse's mouth. <laughs> feel around his yeah. tongue to get make sure some he gets nickels, them all. which are not the biggest coins. <laughs> they're not dimes, thank God. But <laughs> you know, they're not quarters either. <laughs> 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 He's gonna have, like, teeth are gonna start falling out. Ooh. He's gonna have to reach in mm. his hand and get them, like, the tongue is still you know, embalming embalming fucks up your body a lot Ooh. and it fucks up the the rate of decomposition a lot. Mm. So where the tongue would probably be dust by
0: now it's still there. <laughs> it's still flopping around. Yeah.
1: So he's or gotta, being
0: flopped around. Unless he took it out I guess he could have removed it. Make more room for nickels. Yeah,
1: mm. if you have, yeah, if you have just a jaw. Mm. So they collect in like the bottom of your chin, <laughs> like a pelican. like a coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, love it. I love it. I love it. should be your Halloween costume? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Elmer McCurdy? <laughs> Put like, a nickel in removed, my mouth. I removed. my tongue for <laughs> this. <laughs> Throw a nickel in there! <laughs> Put a nickel in there! Okay, anyway. <laughs>
1: Put a nickel in there.
0: Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go <laughs> No, we're continue. good. So where were we? Um, I don't know. Oh, the carnival people wanted to buy the body. Oh, God. Here we go. So the undertaker did not want to sell the body, but the carnival owners, uh, who were evil, sure. suspected that he would be willing to give it to Elmer McCurdy's relatives. Oh. So they went to the funeral home and claimed to be Elmer McCurdy's brothers. Wait. <laughs> so maybe how did they t- just t- talked t- on the phone? Yeah, before? I was like how did they speak with him before via telegram right? or something? No, they just put on a mustache or took off a mustache maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and a hat, different hat. Everybody I- looked the same back then. I've seen photos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is, what, 1916 at this point? Hmm. Oh, God. So the undertaker believed the carnival owners lie and allowed them to take the body, thinking that they were going to lay McCurdy to rest. Instead, the carnival owners displayed the body throughout the United States as... Oh, my God. Here's the title. The bandit who wouldn't give up.
1: <laughs> but it's not... Like big fucking deal <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> people in that in that time had like wakes in their houses Ooh. with the, they were familiar with corpses. they've seen a dead body. they've in seen their time. it they've found it they're, they're aware of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. i I can't imagine this drawing a huge crowd. I mean, I guess I they propped, like, I mean, I'm I'm sure they dressed him in funny clothes and, like, he <laughs> you know. dressed him up like a clown.
0: <laughs> no. No, like a bandit. Like a bandit, yeah. It's a little bandana. Yeah. Jaunty like a hat.
1: mustache. Um, I'm picturing now Ethan Chandler from Penny Dreadful mm, in the first episode, mm-mm. where he has that oh, ridiculous yeah. wig and a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, displayed him. Like, this is pre-animatronics at
0: Disney World. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but if it weren't, if it were in the time of animatronics. Go oh. oh, see, Elmer oh God. <laughs> oh, God. Couldn't see it, but my hand. <laughs> she did a robot thing. I did a robot thing. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Over the next... Several decades. Oh my god. The body got into the hands of different people wanting to profit from it. Most of them were, um Get your own body. Right? Were different like carnival type people. <sighs> it's horrifying. Many of them, unfortunately though, were unaware that it was real. Oh my god. So people started to think that it was just a fake dead body. Oh
2: my god.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. So then it was being sold and sold on and on. And As bawling. the body changed hands, it showed up in various places, including an amusement park near Mount Rushmore, the uh- Hollywood Wax Museum, Ooh. and several haunted houses. I'll bet. So the next time you're in a haunted house and you think you see, it's like a fake dead body, Um, careful, it's real. Yeah.
1: Or a wax museum. I mean, I feel like that is, Ugh, Yeah.
0: that's where I'm like...
1: Like, I've been sure? in wax museums before, and I'm like, nah, I don't I don't believe that it's not real. Yeah, yeah. I can tell that the face has, like, been fucked up in some way, but they, mm. I don't trust it.
0: So, eventually, the body somehow made its way into the new Pike Amusement Park in mm-hmm. Long Beach, California. Mm-hmm. Like many of the body's owners, those at the park assumed it was fake.
1: Oh which is why
0: they just propped it. It was, like, hanging from the ceiling. Right. Uh yikes! Jesus. How do they not like? He must still be like like a heavy, like a human amount of heavy. Yeah. Why would they think a mannequin would be that heavy? I, I don't get it. I mean, I, <laughs> did they change his clothes? Did they not realize that he had like a full body? Not just yeah, like, like a pen. Yeah, b- he has a full penis. <laughs> he has a full penis and yeah. butt. Yeah, and butthole. <laughs> Oh, God. Think about, like, a 70-year-old cadaver butt. Mm, Put that one in your memory. Um, So, following the discovery that the body was real in 1976, police identified it as being McCurdy's corpse and had it buried at the Summit View Cemetery in Guthrie, Oklahoma. which must have been close to where he lived. They shipped it back to Oklahoma? They did. It was actually quite nice. That's shocking. They could have put it in an unmarked grave. No one would have cared. Yeah. Well, if it got
1: publicity mm, probably. in the oh, 70s, sure then they did. would have been like, you should give him a proper burial.
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs> Justice for Elmer. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so this put an end to his bizarre afterlife as a sideshow attraction. <sighs> Um, so I was saying earlier uh, to Cassandra that I realized that n- none of this was supernatural at all. It was just, uh, messed up. It's very, here.
1: it's very, um, I mean, it, it, deals with, like, haunted houses and, you know, fun yeah. houses are the scariest places
0: in the world. <laughs> right. Um. And you know what? And the story is, it's pretty unbelievable. It is. is <laughs> Most of our stories are pretty unbelievable, so in that way. No, I like it. I mean, okay, it's good. creepy as hell. Yeah. I,
1: like, it's And it's so not even like up. it it's just one of those weird things. Like, it's not a true crime story. It's not a, a ghoulish story. Yeah. It's just a weird fucked up thing yeah. about human greed.
0: Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. We're bad. Yeah. We're really bad. Okay, so... <clears throat> I also have this little kind of urban legends story. I love urban legends. When we were talking about doing something scary, I immediately thought of it because it's something that I have um, looked into, read about, heard about, and there's been a couple of short films oh. um, based on this story, hmm. which I think that I've showed to Cassandra before. So she might, partway through the story, you might be like, oh. Okay, I'm this. I'm already like listing off short horror
1: movies that I've seen with you and on my own. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
0: so this is called <laughs> the Smiling Man.
1: Oh, yeah, you got it. You know, you know <laughs> that dick, that dick that guy from the the one that follows that kid around. Yeah.
0: Oh.
1: Mhm. Oh, it's so I, scary. This
0: story oh. messed me up, and these this. stories, I don't know most urban legends, I'm like, ooh ha, huh, spooky, ha huh? mm-hmm. but like this followed me around. Like I would be walking at work mm-hmm. um like alone and I would be like he's behind me or like mm-hmm. I would it, it like affected my real life
1: <laughs> which I don't love. Yeah. Um yeah <laughs> it's never fun when when you start thinking about it in your real real time yeah real
0: world yeah mind. Any okay? <laughs> oh, you're scaring yourself. I am scaring myself. I'm already on the verge of tears. Oh no, no, no not yet. <laughs> okay, um, about five years. So this is written. It it's from Creepy Pasta online. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to look up. Yeah, but it's kind of like a first hand account of oh. this happening. Okay. <clears throat> about five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always, I know, ooh, I can feel it now. Um, I've always been a night person, so I would often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite. <laughs> I
1: hate this writer. <laughs> Anytime anyone says... "My Like, my roommate was decidedly not.
0: I'm like... <laughs> shut, up, shut up. You was a different word. <laughs> Too late. God. Um, but all that changed in just a few minutes in one evening. Oh. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning. I was walking near a police-patrolled park quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. <laughs> At the far end of the street on my side was a silhouette of a man. Dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz. But he finished each box in an odd forward stride. So he was just kind of like back like tip, 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 and then forth.
1: my spine is curving a lot like I'm I'm like, I
0: like my body's tensing because no. oh,
1: god I hate this so much
0: I guess you could say he was dance walking headed straight for me mm-hmm. deciding he was probably drunk I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me fair enough me too sure Uh, The closer he got, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky, wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile, between the eyes and the smile I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. Smart. Yes. <laughs> I took my eyes off him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back. I then stopped dead in my tracks. Mm. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street mm. perfectly parallel to me. He was facing <laughs> me but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about a half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. Mistake. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he had been standing and found him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. Oh, God. (laughs) I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than ten seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him. And then he started moving towards me. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone. Except he was moving very, very quickly. (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) I'd like to say at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all, but I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen, as a smiley man crept toward me. He stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking at the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I meant to ask was, what do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. But what came out was a whimper. What? (laughs) Uh, regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear they can certainly hear it uh i heard it in my own voice and that only made me more afraid but he didn't react to it at all he just stood there smiling and then after what felt like forever he turned around very slowly and started dance walking away just like that what not wanting to turn my back at him again. I just watched him go until he's far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then, I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore. Nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time he was running. Oh my god. I ran too. (laughs) Thank god. Finally? I ran until I was off Of the side road and back into a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. Oh, my God. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile, but he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night and never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunts me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane and that's a very very scary thing to see. Mm. I
1: hate that story. Me too. I hate that that short film of it even though I've seen it like uh, 10 times. Yes. And I know what happens, mm-hmm. it's so frightening to me. Horrible. So Do you- not go out at night. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes, unless you have to. Yeah. So, uh, this is important. So, (laughs) if you liked that story or you hated that story and thought it was terrifying, you should still watch the short film version of it. Yeah. Um, so if you just, uh, go to YouTube, it's on YouTube, put in The Smiling Man, uh, and then it's, I think it's the second one down, so it's, it's called 2AM colon The Smiling Man dash short film, Mm. uh, by Michael Evans, um, but it's horrible and great, yeah, I mean, it's awful. It's awful.
1: It's bad. Yeah. I hate, bad. It. I hate it. I hate it.
0: Um, I hate it, it me so, so much. <laughs> Again, it's not... The film is not horrible. No, yes. The story is horrible. So, yeah, that's <laughs> my extra little scary story that I love. It's very, very scary. I hope it made your Halloween a little spookier. Okay, so I already talked about
1: this with you a little bit, but um, when we decided on doing, like, scary things... Mm-hmm. Uh, for our Halloween episode, i I didn't want to do like another series of ghost encounters or like some kind of monster that I'd never been aware of before. So, I wanted to go with something that scared me, mm. and so I chose um, the headless horseman, <gasps> who is very scary to me.
0: Yes, because <laughs> you love Sleepy Hollow. I do. Movie.
1: I. Do very much. <laughs> um, I, I, Sleepy Hollow is one of my favorite stories. Period.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like I love the original story by Washington Irving. I love Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. I watch it every year, <laughs> at least once, even though Johnny Depp's in it. <laughs> <laughs> in spite, <of> Johnny <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love even like Disney's silly. Um, uh, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, yes. um, it's still, which is still scary to me, even that one. I don't think I've ever
0: seen it, actually. Because <laughs> are like, um,
1: well, well, you're missing out. <laughs> and there was even like that series on Fox that I was super into and then got oh, really yeah. bad and was canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like last year I read um, a book from the point of view of Katrina Van Tassel, oh, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. Um, one of my cats is named Ichabod. You know, I I love this story so much. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the reason why is because I am so afraid of the Headless Horseman. Really? Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. I, it seems so specific. Yeah. Like, in a specific, like, uh, East Coast town. It's in New England. Yeah, Yeah, New England. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. It's not like I grew up around horses or anything, right? Um, Or headless men, for that matter. Not that I know of. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's just so frightening to me for some reason. Like it's just. I think just 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 the story in general, like the setting, of it. How it's it's around Halloween. It's in old timey pre-revolution, or is it revolution? I think it's post revolution actually whatever it's the 18th century in new england and it's just like weird aesthetics mm-hmm. and, and i love it uh, so anyway so the headless horseman is not an american original really no oh
0: england mm-hmm. what Where?
1: well there's a few different ones okay. but, um he he's actually like a mythical figure who has appeared in folk tales since the middle ages really yeah and he's popped up in like German, English, Scottish and Irish folk tales, and the Irish one is what I'm going to talk about.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Ireland. Mm-hmm. Ireland. Ireland. Ireland
1: <laughs> So in Ireland, he is called the Dullahan, mm. which um, means something. <laughs> what does it mean? Oh God, what does it mean? I Headless Oh, I think swordsman? it mean it means uh, dark man. Oh. Or something. Okay. And that, but they also call him something else, which means without a head, which I didn't write down because I couldn't say it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, and he is actually a, a type of fairy. What? Mm-hmm. That is not of a friendly disposition and is dark and evil. Oh, yeah. No, duh. Yeah. Uh, they always appear at night to terrify the human inhabitants of Ireland. So that's uh yeah.
2: oh no. makes sense.
1: So the Dulahan, not unlike the horsemen of Sleepy Hollow, is most commonly depicted riding a perfect pure black stallion with a flowing black mane that is like liquid darkness and death. Oh my gosh, horse model. Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. Beautiful horse. Ugh. <laughs> He dresses in haunting black robes that move like smoke. Yeah. And he carries his head under his arm or in his little saddlebag on his horse. (laughs) The flesh of the head is said to have the color and consistency of moldy cheese. No.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not what I was hoping for. No, it's not. It's not attractive. I was hoping and it's it, not would a have, pumpkin. <laughs> it would have the texture of a face. No. No, no.
1: No, it has the texture of a corpse. Oh. Um So it's like pale, almost Mm. green, Mm. sallow, like skin is like loose.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like one mushroom is growing
1: out of his cheek. Yeah, like a a barnacle. (laughs) So coincidentally, the head also has a sadistic smile (gasps) that stretches from ear to ear. Uh, Oh, at all times. Okay. Yeah.
0: No. So here we go again with the the smiling.
1: Uh, The eyes within the decapitated head move constantly, (laughs) looking out over the Irish countryside in search of prey. (gasps) Oh! (gasps) And the Dulahan appears on the darkest nights of the year, usually around, like, um, Irish festival days. So it's often, I think it's um, July and August, or Mm. August and September. Mm. Uh, So don't go there then. Okay. Yeah. Although most legends depict him on a solitary black horse, he is sometimes said to be the driver of a gruesome carriage (gasps) that is made of bones (gasps) and adorned with objects related to death. So, like, it has, um, like, skulls with candles in them to light the way. Oh my
0: gosh, that's gorgeous.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) it's, It's, like, messed up, but cool. mm, That's really cool. I think what you're picturing is much more beautiful than (laughs) what it actually is. The Mm. spokes of the wheels are made from thigh bones. I'm still in. The wagon's covering is made from a worm-chewed palm or dried human skin. Okay. You know,
0: yeah. I mean, that's that's messed up. Yes. (laughs) But, I mean, if they were leather seats, it would be... Skin, too. True, but it's
1: not seats. <laughs> we're not talking about seats. Oh. Wait,
0: what were we talking about? The
1: covering, like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, no. Okay. Yeah, not as cute. No, not as cute. Yeah. Um. In any case, whether he's on his single horse or driving a carriage, mm-hmm. he holds his head up high... His decapitated head <gasps> um, to see across the lands of Ireland, and the black eyes within his head move constantly in search of prey, g- glowing green or red when it has found someone.
0: <gasps> ding ding ding. Uh-huh. I, Which I, I don't like, know why it does that. That's fun. I know because <laughs> like if he sees it, he, then he knows. It's yeah, like it, It's not like he can see. Right. It's not like his the body can see the head. Right. Ding
1: ding ding. ding. <laughs> Um, The Dulahan can speak only once on his journey, and that is to say the name of his victim. <gasps> he will call out the name of the person he has come for, and there is absolutely no hiding from the imminent death that will follow.
0: Re- nothing you can do?
1: There's one little tiny thing that Ooh, you can okay, do, right,
0: but. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> pretty much nothing that you can do. Yikes. As soon as the name is called, the person will die. Mm. So that's it. So the duohan is a death bringer, but unlike like uh, banshee, which is also the name of one of my cats, <laughs> uh, who who shrieks to warn of a coming death mm-hmm. and is usually part of a bloodline. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which we've talked <laughs> yeah. about. Go before. to our episode <laughs> about banshees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which who knows what episode that was? I think it was an early 90? one. Yeah, I don't know. The Dulahan is a quote, vile bringer of death and collector of souls, mm. end quote. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's pretty much like a, a reaper who will take just about anyone.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: He travels so fast over the land that the hooves of his horse would set the hedges alight with <gasps> flame. Along any road that he traveled. Oh, that is
0: so metal. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And the that. carriage
1: did the same thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: that's, that's great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm picturing, um, what was that movie with Nicolas Cage? where he Ghost, <laughs> Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Ghost <laughs> Rider. He brings the fire. <laughs> if you think you're safe going
1: into your house mm-hmm. and locking the door, mm-hmm. you are dead wrong. Uh, ah! <laughs> you're dead <laughs> and you're wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dulahan can pass through all gates and all forms of locks; they simply open as he approaches. No. So there's nothing.
0: There's oh, nothing. so even they—they are traitors. <laughs> your locks, your locks, and your, your home gates. is just like. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's well, here, so I yeah, got open.
1: I don't. I don't know what you want me to do. Also, if you're in the general area when the Dulahan is snatching up a soul, uh, you should just look the other way. Because they do not like to be watched while they carry out their duties. And if he catches you catching him, he will
0: either use his whip. (gasps) There's a whip? There's a whip. But He's getting sexier and sexier. (laughs) The fire? The
1: whip is made of a human spine. (gasps) (laughs) So so Ooh. it's it's not made of a human oh. spine, it is a human spine no. that's what it is <laughs> okay I'm back so out. yeah that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he will use his human spine whip and take out one of your eyes <gasps> or he will throw a bucket of human blood on you
0: <laughs> like he'd carry you,
1: yeah, oh, but not no. it's not it's not like you're having the best night of your life, and then it's ruined by a bucket of pig's blood it's <laughs> Uh, You're having the worst night of your life. (laughs) And it's ruined by your own curiosity. And it's a bucket of human blood.
0: (laughs) That's like an even worse version of Perry. Yeah, like you
1: are definitely an innocent bystander, but you should not be looking. Yeah, but you have made mistakes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So there is something that you can use against the Dulan. Ooh, tell me more. And... It is, uh, gold. What? Just gold. Like, they are terrified of gold in the smallest amounts. Hmm. Um, which sounds stupid.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Um, <laughs> I, when I read this, I was like, this is so fucking stupid. This <laughs> it, a practically invincible fairy creature
0: yeah. uh, is, is afraid of gold. Of all things, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, yeah. It, is it, it like is it like um like silver
1: bullets? Well, that's to a that's werewolf? What I was, I was, I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, the likelihood, I guess, of someone having gold on them, back
0: especially in, back, back in the day,
1: mm-hmm. is slim. Yeah, but then I mean, the likelihood of anyone having gold on them now is still kind of slim, because yeah. like I don't have any gold on me. I don't care for gold jewelry, and I definitely don't buy real gold. Real gold? No way. Are you kidding me? I no. can't afford that. Also, Everything I have that's gold turns me green. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't have any, like, gold teeth or gold fillings or anything. Mm-hmm. Don't have any of that. So, like, I would be fucked. Yeah, me too. As
0: stupid as this weakness is, <laughs> I would be fucked. Yeah. I, don't even, I, don't, I can't even think of something in my home that's gold. No. Real gold. Yeah. No. No, I don't... Yeah,
1: so, I mean... We're
0: goners. Well, f- for sure, yeah. Ugh.
1: Luckily, we don't live in Ireland. Oh, thank...
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say thank God, but I'd love to live in I Ireland. Yeah. Even with this threat. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll just have to buy a little gold. Just don't go out at someday. night.
1: Yeah, buy some kind of small gold trinket. Yeah.
0: Embed your skin Ho- with One tiny hoop earring. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> but then if you look at other... Other uh, famous monsters like werewolves and silver, vampires and garlic. Yeah. Some of stupid. them have the dumbest weaknesses. <laughs> and yet they're still really scary. Mm-hmm. And so is the horseman. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I have a little story about the Dulahan and gold from County Galway. A man was on his way home one night between Roundstone. And Malconilly, mm. I'm sure I said that wrong because
0: Gaelic is the dumbest <laughs> <laughs> and most beautiful. No, I say lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it was. It was just getting dark, and all of a sudden, he heard the sound of a horse's hooves pounding along the road behind him. Oh no. Looking around, he saw the Dullahan on his charger, hurtling towards him at um, a fair speed. I mean, oh, so it wasn't unfair of him how fast he was going? Uh-huh. <laughs> With a loud shout, he made to run, but the thing came on after him, gaining on him all the time. No. In truth, it would have overtaken him and carried him away mm. had he not dropped a gold-headed pin from the folds of his shirt on the road behind him. Nice. There was a roar in the air above him, and when he looked again, the Dulahan was gone.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you can He have didn't even try, though. Pin. Come on. Oh, no. It just happened to fall to the ground. No. What is he supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I... Screw you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Throw his pin at him. <laughs> he didn't even remember that he had his pin on him. It just fell it's... from his
0: clothes. Thank God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so interestingly, this depiction of the headless horseman is believed to have developed as the embodiment of the ancient Celtic god of fertility, Crumdue. Crumdue? Crum-du. What? What? How? How? Give me oh, more. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago, in a time when human sacrifice to the gods was a normal thing to do, oh, no. uh, the king of Ireland, Tiger Mass, tiger mass. <laughs> it's not. Tiger did look up this one. Let it's T I G H E R M A S, like Christmas, but with
0: tiger. Timmis, probably. Tit what? Timmis. Tihemis? Mm-hmm. Probably. The king of Ireland, Timmis, worshipped. <laughs> tiger mass. <laughs> That's what it looks like.
1: Ah! Tiger mass. It's great. No, Whatever. It. <laughs> 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 uh, he so. <laughs> Again, Tihimis <laughs> worshipped Crumdu. Crumdu uh, demanded human lives every year to be sacrificed in his name, and the method of sacrifice that he asked for was decapitation. <gasps> Eventually, Christianity came to Ireland in the 6th century hmm. and ruined everyone's fun.
0: Um, everyone's <laughs> suffering... <laughs> It made that them was, suffer in a totally different way.
1: That was sarcasm.
0: <laughs> 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 These sacrificial rituals were
1: condemned, and as Christianity grew in popularity, they stopped altogether. Ooh. And after they stopped, was when the story of the Dulahan first became prevalent. Oh. As the Irish people believed that Crumdu. Took this physical form in order to continue getting the sacrificial
0: souls that he called for. Oh, so he was he had to do it himself. Mm-hmm. Gotta get your hands dirty. Yep. But good for him. <laughs> Hitting the streets, doing a job. He's not just giving up. Yeah. He's a working man now. <laughs> no longer a man of leisure. <laughs> whose heads were given to him. So that's
1: about it for the Doolahan, but I do have another little teeny story that's yes. that has uh, an encounter. So there's a man named uh, W. <laughs> J. Fitzpatrick, a mm-hmm. storyteller from the Mourne Mountains and County Down, recounts his encounter with the Dulahan I seen the Doolahan myself. <laughs> no, I can't trust him.
0: <laughs> I seen him. Uh-huh. He's just a poor Irish country folk. <laughs> and, I mean. I'm sure with his cute little bumpkin accent, it's great. I
1: mean, an Irishman could say anything to you and you wouldn't care. That's true. I would love it. <laughs> yeah. I'd eat it right up. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, <laughs> i seen the Doolahan myself stopping on the brow of the hill between Bryansford and Money Scalp. <laughs> Money Scalp? Yeah. Brian's Ford and Money Scalp, Ireland. These are made up.
0: It can't be real.
1: <laughs> I have to start over and over. <laughs> I seen the Dulahan myself stopping on the brow of the hill between Brian's and Money Scalp late one evening, just as the sun was setting. So what a beautiful picture. Gorgeous. It was completely headless, <laughs> but it held up its own head in its hand and I heard it call out a name. I put my hand across my ears in case the name was my own, which it doesn't matter if you hear it or not, it's still going to get you. Yeah. When I looked again, it was gone. But shortly afterwards, there was a bad car accident on that very hill, and a young man was killed. Oh, no. It had been his name that the Doolahan was calling <laughs> And that's or the so, so says you. Yes. You had your hands over there. Fitzpatrick. Your ears. J- WJ. WJ Fitzpatrick. It's such a money sounding name. It is. Like a Wall yeah. Street name. I've seen it. But this is, I mean,
0: the, a car accident, he says. So this yeah. is recently. I know. There have to be cars there. Yeah. Cars only came to Ireland, what, like 15 years ago? So. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I love the Irish. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, right. They're great. That's great. So yeah, that's, that's one awesome. one
1: of the headless horsemen who are who is my favorite uh villain.
0: I didn't realize that there was more than just like the story, the Sleepy Hollow mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading that
1: there's two different German folk tales about him and um one of them I didn't I didn't read the other one, but or I didn't read any of them. I was just reading like a sentence about them. Mm-hmm. But one of them is about this horseman who, like, blows a trumpet or some kind of horn and alerts people when death is coming. So it's more like a banshee. Oh, okay. It's not
0: nearly as scary as this one. So it's more like a harbinger of death instead of just like a, a, br- a, a bringer of death. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a killer. Yeah. Murder. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess, um, Washington Irving. Mm-hmm. It's like, did they, they know No, it's not right. Um, he, His parents were apparently Scottish, so it makes sense that he would know of this.
0: Oh, okay. So he's probably told that story as, yeah. as some sort of. Yeah. Don't do wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do or don't, don't do. Don't exist, because yeah. you'll die. Yeah. yeah. That's that on that Wow. Cool. Well, those were those were good. Those were perfect for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, you're there's, welcome. There's
1: nothing. <laughs> there's nothing more Halloweeny to me than Sleepy Hollow. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I did my part. <laughs>
0: True. Yeah. All right. So, um, check out our Instagram where we'll be doing votes for next week's episode, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then also check out our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have some really great rewards. Really great patrons, really great stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us um, at ghoul gals for both of those and also for Twitter. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> this is where we say, see you later ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. Go to my car after this. Oh, I'll watch you. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll watch you get taken Thanks. by this smiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll uh. just step back inside. Sorry, mm. sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cassandra. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>